If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California won't require students under the age of 16 to be vaccinated against COVID-19 for another 15 months. So according to state officials, the earliest of this mandate could be imposed is now July 1st, 2023. So authorities say the state is choosing to delay implementation of the mandate for this school year to ensure sufficient sufficient time for successful implementation of new vaccine requirements. And of course, we'll keep you updated right here on Froggy 92.9. So one of the biggest movies of 2022 is now coming to the small screen. The Batman starring Robert Pattinson will start streaming on HBO Max today and will then air on HBO Saturday, April 23rd, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So the Batman came out originally last month and broke box office records. The Batman has grossed 750 million bucks worldwide. So if you didn't make it to the movie theater, don't sweat it. You can watch it right now on HBO Max. Well, in case you missed it, Lauren Elena. She will no longer be a part of CBS Beyond the Edge after she sustained a foot injury uh, that forced her to depart from the competition. Now, she crushed it on the show. She was absolutely awesome. But unfortunately, she was disqualified. The producers forced her to exit after, you know, getting injured on one of the adventures. Come on, team. Come on. Lauren took a hard fall. I'm in a lot of pain. We don't know if she's going to be in or out. I can't wake up on toes. So doctors revealed that she had actually torn a ligament, so she was unable to participate in any of the challenges. She said she's pretty heartbroken to have to exit the show, but she's also said that she's happy to finally be able to sleep in her own bed again. Amber and when song comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. What is something you need to start your day off the right way? So Tim McGraw says that he starts his day every single day with a jalapeno smoothie. Apparently it's packed with jalapenos, an avocado, ginger root and all that stuff. And that just sounds gross. I mean, to each his own, but I'm sure this is what keeps... Tim McGraw looking so fit. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? I mean, he looks fantastic. I mean, I I could probably benefit from a jalapeno smoothie. You know, some people say that my, he... <laughs> my indigestion would not benefit from that jalapeno <laughs> smoothie. Yeah, how does his gut survive? That, that's my question. Yeah, uh, some people say he even wrote this song about jalapeno smoothies. I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. Oh my! <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> oh my! He might have. He didn't. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe something like that started as I got a jalapeno stain on my white T-shirt. Yeah, and they're like, Tim, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> doesn't happen. But I get it. Sometimes you have to start your day off the right way, and you gotta do certain things. For myself, I have to start every day by rolling out of bed. In my first like 15 minutes, I have to crack every bone I possibly can. I have to stretch or else I am just off for the day. (laughs) Uh, I immediately have to make coffee. Yeah. I have to smell it. (laughs) Before I do anything, I just have to smell the coffee and that's it. 
Uh, getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. People are sharing what they have to do to start their day off the right way. I'm really shocked by what Val from Santa Rosa said. She said a cold shower. Ooh. I, that sounds like torture. It'll wake you up, though. Uh, Jennifer from Santa Rosa said, Eggs and coffee, I cannot function without it. Uh, <laughs> Dean from Nevada said, A keg stand? Uh, what? I don't know about that. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What do you think of the idea of a four-day work week? Working It might actually happen. There's a lawmaker and assembly member. Her name's Christina Garcia. She wants California workers to have a better work-life balance. So she's actually co-sponsoring a bill to make the state's official work week a 32-hour work week. And this is for companies with 500 or more employees, bigger companies, not like ours here at Froggy 92.9. Yeah. But the California's Chamber of Commerce actually called the bill a job killer and said it would make hiring a little more expensive. Now, I did mention, you know, last week when I was talking about this, that I approve of four-day work week because I've always felt like I needed an extra day in the weekend. But, Tanner, what do you think? Uh, I'm going back and forth because I do think we as a society need a little bit more balance in our life. However... We're losing a lot of productivity from the week from shifting from a 32 to a 32 hour work week. Excuse me. I just think, you know, to make our world go around, we got to work a certain amount of hours. Now, maybe we could work longer throughout the day so we can make up for that time. I'm just thinking about the productivity of the world and what we'd be missing out on. Yeah. And I, th- and I think some companies do allow their employees to, if your work is done, go home. Yeah. Uh, as long as you get to do, get there, do the work, you're fine. Uh, but, you know, I mean, everyone's functioning on that five-day five, five day work week right now. So how are we all going to shift? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And thinking about our job here is to, you know, talk to Sonoma County every single day. I'd be a liar if I said I wasn't excited. Uh, you know, I, I want to talk to people all the time. I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to work four days a week. I want to work five. <laughs> I mean, you actually work seven, Tanner, let's be honest here. <laughs> ain't, ain't that the truth. <laughs> all right, we've got Amanda from Roner Park on the line. Amanda, what do you think about all this? Well, I work at a behavioral health hospital, and, you know, obviously that's a very intensive job, but I'm advocating for them to do four tens for us. And I think four ten-hour shifts even, you know, is satisfies for a 40-hour week, and you still get three days off. And it's like a huge difference having three days off. Is this because you want to, you know, rest more or spend more time with your family uh, or all of the above? I think all of the above and just self-care and being able to, like, take care of yourself a little bit more before you come into the work week. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That one extra day makes a difference. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. I am on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County three years ago, I knew how to cook Chili Mac, some cereal, and some really great toast. But listen, don't knock the Chili Mac. I had it. It was great. Thank you. But... (laughs) You've been trying to make more sophisticated things, um, I'm understanding, right? Eventually, I will be Michelin rated. Someday, I will be, but it takes a lot of time, and I learn a lot along the way. And so, over the weekend, I made my first soup. 
and man, was it interesting. Okay. It was an Italian sausage and white bean soup. Mm. Seems pretty simple. Pound of sausage, three cans of beans, chicken stock, garlic, onion, Italian seasoning, and carrots. Now, I had an interesting dilemma in the kitchen. My girlfriend Cam loves to cook too. She was looking over my shoulder, making recommendations, a little bit micromanaging me while I was sure. cooking. And I said, honey, you are banished from the kitchen. I need space. I need to learn how to do this. Give me some space. Yeah. And she said, okay. All right. Just know that you have to peel and cut the carrots. I said, okay, I got it. Just throwing out the suggestion. She's just making sure you're doing all the right things. Yeah, which I do appreciate, but I wanted to do it myself. And so I was peeling the carrots. Peeling. 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 I forgot to cut the carrots. So it just ended up being a bunch of peeled carrots. And she was like, now this is why I have to look over your shoulder because you're going to mess something up. Yeah, you got to get all the rough stuff off the carrot and then cut it. Yeah. I mean, shaved, you could have used it. Did you still use the shaved parts oh, of the carrot? Definitely. Okay. But That's I only fine. had two carrots, so it's not like I could make another one or anything. And so I was just like, gosh, this is taking so long. <laughs> Jeez. And only two of my four uh things my burners work yeah. on my stove and so i put one of you know the soup on the wrong burner and stuff like that oh and, no and i was like why is this not cooking I, you need to label those things or <laughs> I something do. i don't know how am i supposed to be a world-class chef if i only have two of four burners working i <laughs> got no answer for it it's gonna be a good day with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So this man's employer threw him a birthday party, and now the jury says the employer needs to pay up. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A Kentucky man uh, sued his employer for a birthday party that he did not want. Now he won a $450,000 judgment. The man said he told his employer, gravity diagnosis, that birthday parties trigger his anxiety disorder and that he could likely have a panic attack from being the center of attention and he asked he was like hey my bosses guys do not hold a party for me it will be bad but it looks like his employer threw him one anyway he had a panic attack he left the office suddenly and he spent his lunch break in his car that day uh, and then the next day, the man's employer confronted and criticized him over his reaction to the birthday party, which caused him to have another panic attack. Now, after he asked his boss to stop, please, I'm having all these panic attacks. You're stressing me out. He was then sent home for the next two days. And then over the weekend, he was notified that he was being fired because of the events of the previous week. He sued for disability discrimination and retaliation. And a jury actually awarded him... $450,000. So $300,000 were for the emotional distress and the rest was actually for lost wages. Well, it probably seems like this is pretty ridiculous. It's ridiculous that maybe someone doesn't like birthday celebrations. I think it's important to set boundaries with people, especially your coworkers. And he did. He said, I don't want a birthday. Please don't do it. It, it makes me feel a certain way. 
And his boss did it anyway. And I think, you know, we just have to understand that some people don't like the attention. And it's not required for your employer to celebrate your birthday anyway. You can't just fire someone for not liking their birthday or having a panic attack for something they specifically asked you not to do. So do you think this man was right to sue? Do you think it was wrong for his boss to force a birthday party on him? Or do you think it was all an overreaction? Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify which one it is? Can I fool her into believing one of these stories is fake? Let's find out. Amber's record for 2022, by the way, is 20 wins and 18 losses. That's pretty good. I'm very proud of myself for this. I'm not proud of myself because I'm, I've been trying to trick you. Well, let's see if you can stop me today. I, I'm not feeling like, you know, tip top shape on this Monday. So I think you have a chance. Ooh, let's find out. Here's headline number one. Doctor finds 10 Hot Wheels in patient's stomach. Here is headline number two. Kindergartners drank tequila during snack time. And here is headline number three. Florida man arrested for attempting to drive boat in parking lot. (laughs) Oh, man. What are you thinking? Oh, man. Okay, so we've got the doctor with Hot Wheels, kindergartners with tequila, and the Florida man who tried to drive the boat in the parking lot. As much as I want it to be the Florida man driving the boat in the parking lot, I think it's the kindergartners drinking tequila because that is wild. That is absolutely... You had me for a second there. (laughs) You really did. Dang it. I am so bummed. I thought this time I was going to fool you on headline in a haystack. I just don't think you can make that up. Yeah, that's very true. If I did, there <laughs> might so be crazy. something wrong with me. What happened? <laughs> so a daycare in Virginia is in the process of being shut down right now because oh their gosh. supervisors actually gave three kindergartners tequila instead of juice. So all the kids are fine, but the individuals working at the daycare accidentally mixed up homemade margarita, like a remedy, instead of lime juice, which is kind of weird that you're giving kids lime yeah. juice, but that's beyond the point. And I, just my big question is, you think they'd label it better, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So what's an interesting, I'm going to say hack here, because I don't really know how to describe what I've learned and like what kind of life skill it requires to have learned this. But this past weekend, I learned that you're supposed to put your food on the edge of the microwave tray instead of the middle. What? Yeah, so the more you spread it out, the better. Uh, this makes it easier for the microwave to you know, reach all the parts of your food evenly because that tray is spinning. And then your food, if it's on the edge, it's spinning with the tray. So now, it's creating enough friction. That makes to heat a lot of sense. Evenly. My hot pockets are going to thank me for that. Right. Because so, they're always frozen in the middle. I've, I've been doing it the past couple of days. And I've gotten some pretty great results. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm like, why did I just now learn this? I've been using microwaves for 31 years now. (laughs) And I've always put the food in the middle. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's our instincts because we just assume it goes in the middle so it cooks all the way through, but it goes on the outer rim. That's I what, would have never thought of that. Yeah, my fiance told me this recently. I think he learned it somewhere, like maybe on TikTok or yeah. something, and I was like, what? Mind blown. Is there something like this that's happened to you recently? Maybe something you've learned a little too late in life? <laughs> yeah, you know the drawer that's like under your oven that, you know, you can bring it out and put all your like cookie sheets and stuff like that in? Yeah. Maybe some pots and pans? Apparently, what the use, uh, what you're supposed to use that for is to put your food that you just want to keep warm. So if you're cooking something, you can put it underneath there, close it, and it keeps your food warm no matter how hot the oven is. I still don't do it. I still leave, like, some stuff down there. Yeah. I do, too. <laughs> but the heat but, pan, the this, this sheet pans don't get hot down there, so I don't understand. Yeah, I think it just make, keeps it warm. Now, <laughs> I've tried this once, and it worked. No, Weirdly enough, when I was making okay. pancakes once, it, yeah. it does work. So, I mean, I have nowhere else to put all my cookie sheets and stuff, so probably yeah. not going to do it again. I, I love that area for storage. Yeah. I'm not, not going to change that, <laughs> but I will change the microwave. Uh, so we're getting some messages right now on our Instagram, maybe some uh, late in life hacks, as I'm going to call it, that you've learned recently. Jennifer from Santa Rosa said, for me, using a fork to dunk Oreos in milk, just stick the fork in the frosting and you'll never have wet fingers again. I mean, that is a pretty good hack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will from Petaluma says, to press your tongue to the roof of your mouth to stop brain freeze sooner. Hmm. And Kathy from Novato said, if there's a jar or container you can't open, run the lid under hot water for 30 seconds. Dry it so you can get a good grip, then open. Never had this not work. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be speaking to Wendy. Wendy is a landlord, and Barry Martindale is going to be representing one of her tenants. Hello? Hi, is this Wendy? This is Wendy. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I understand you are a landlord? Yes. You own multiple properties around the Sonoma County area? I do. I am representing one of your tenants today that are very unhappy with their space. Specifically, they aren't able to customize their home anyway. You said they can't paint their walls. You can't do anything. And they already did some custom work. They blew out the bar seating in the kitchen and placed an air hockey table there instead. Are you serious? I mean, they're renting. They're not, I mean, this is not their property. So I don't, I don't understand. I mean, they can make minor changes to customize it, but something like that doesn't sound okay to me. Um, can you tell me what unit or who they are? I mean, I need to look into this further. They also decided that the washing and drying machine took up a little bit too much space, so they sold it. They sold the washer and dryer? Yeah, there just wasn't enough space for it. I don't understand. I mean, we paid for that. I paid for that. They're currently working to bust out one of the walls, so it's more of a den situation. They can't bust out one of the walls. They're renting. You, you understand what renting is, right? I they don't own the home. They are renting. So whoever this is, is in a lot of trouble. I can tell you that. Well, you're also going to be fined $1,000 for writing an invalid request on your terms and conditions in your lease. What are you talking about? I never wrote something that's invalid. I have lawyers that have checked over all the paperwork multiple times. So I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm not paying a $1,000 fine. I'm not paying any fine. I think your lawyers are a bunch of idiots. How about that? Well, I think 
you're an idiot. How about that? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. No way. <laughs> Are you serious? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's the strangest place you've put or maybe found an Easter egg? Easter is over, but that doesn't mean we don't have stories from the festivities at hand. Uh, Cole actually came home yesterday morning from Safeway. He went to get some groceries for the week. And he came home with an Easter egg, a plastic one. Really? And I was like, what, what are you doing with that? <laughs> Did you just go Easter egg hunting like on the way back home? Like, what's the deal? He's like, no, I found it in the aisle at Safeway. And it had a dollar coin in it. And he said he asked the cashier about it. Hey, like... I found this. I don't know if a parent's missing it or, you know, maybe you guys are doing some sort of like giveaway, but I found this and the cashier was like, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> That's and amazing. I asked Cole, I was like, well, where was it? And he was like, I swear it wasn't at like a kid's eye level or anything. And I don't know if I believe him. Yeah. Well, the, I feel like it was on the bottom shelf. The Easter bunny apparently likes <laughs> to give out eggs to adults too. I Everybody gets to have like, fun. So now he's got this like dollar coin. I'm like, what are you even going to do with that? You should have left that for a kid. It is a collectible. <laughs> or maybe he should pass it forward. He, he can put it somewhere. I, I, I don't know, but um, that's probably one of the strangest places I've heard of someone finding an Easter egg was, you know, in, in a place it's not supposed to be in Safeway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the strangest place you've maybe put or found an Easter egg, Tanner? I found an Easter egg in my fish tank when I was a kid. Oh, wow. I just woke up, you know, we're in, uh, apparently there was one more, and next to my fish, Biggie and Tupac... There was an Easter egg in there. There's nothing in it, but I just oh. thought it was very strange that the Easter Bunny decided to put it there. Yep. Yep. That is very strange. Yep. Did you reach in there and get it? I did. No, there's nothing in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was messed up. All right. We've got Chrissy from Sebastopol on the line. Uh, what's the strangest place you've hidden an Easter egg, Chrissy? This happened. I was about maybe four years old. We were. It was like my first Easter egg hunt. I was super pumped about it. I didn't understand that it was supposed to be like a plastic egg ordeal. So what I did was I went into the kitchen and I grabbed one of the colored boiled eggs that we made. Oh, no. And I put it in a Tupperware because I don't know why. <laughs> and then I hid it under the couch and told no one. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9 The show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking My girlfriend was out of town for the weekend She was in Fresno visiting some of our friends And so I had the apartment completely to myself all weekend long Wow Yeah Was it a good thing or a bad thing? It was kind of nice to have my own space just for a little bit. Yeah. You missed her, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Um, but on Saturday, she texted me and she was like, I bet you've been sleeping so well since I've been gone. Why? Because you have like more room in the bed or like... Definitely that. But also, my girlfriend is the loudest snore on planet Earth. Oh. Like imagine the loudest snore in your life. Multiply that by 10. I swear if you touch the walls in my apartment at night. They're vibrating. They're vibrating <laughs> like crazy. I'm Aww. shocked that we haven't received a noise complaint yet. Well, I also snore, so I can't say anything. Yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad. And so we're going back and forth. And I was like, you know what? Weirdly enough, I haven't really been sleeping that well. Hmm. And something that I thought about was maybe I am so used to her snoring 
that I actually needed to go to sleep every single night. It's a comfort thing. You know she's there. Yeah, and so I tested that theory because I looked up an eight-hour-long YouTube video of simply of people snoring. Oh, my God. And Amber, it worked. I was out like a light immediately. I think we just need to get you a white noise machine or something. Who? I think that is my white noise machine, shockingly enough. You know, to each his own, whatever floats your boat, Tanner. <laughs> but I've never heard of this. Me neither. Never in my life. My grandpa snored, and it got so bad that him and my grandma slept in different rooms for, like, you know, my yeah. entire life. So I've never heard of anybody like enjoying the snoring. Well, I think that's probably gonna be uh, my future (laughs) right there, but I don't know. I don't mind it. I don't think it's that bad. Uh, So Amber, has Cole ever been out of town? You've had like the house to yourself for a weekend. Is there anything of his that you kind of like need to grasp onto? No. No? You're good? Nothing at all. (laughs) Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Pete from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, Amber. We're going to roll over that little George Bulldog. Was that your smack talk today, Pete? It was, yeah. All right, I guess we got to give him a half a point bonus, Tanner. I suppose so. Uh, Usually, Pete, you got to wait for me to ask you, but this is how it works. Uh Uh-oh, Pete, you make Tanner mad. (laughs) Pete, I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Pete, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All the pressure, okay. All right. Pete, Amber's record is 416 wins and 32 losses. She's exiting the studio right now. And here's question number one. Britney Spears will wait until after she gives birth to get married. Britney was married before. Can you name the person she was married to? Kevin Federline. That is correct. Question number two. Keith Urban says that he considers America to be his second home. What country would Keith Urban consider his first home? Australia. That is correct. Question number three. Josh Brolin says that he was almost cast as Batman instead of Ben Affleck. Which one of these actors have not played Batman? Is it A, Robert Pattinson, B, Christian Bale, or C, Chris Evans? Robert Pattinson. That is incorrect. Here's question number four. Kane Brown says that his album is done. Which country summer headliner collaborates with Kane Brown on the song Famous Friends? That is incorrect. Here's question number five. SNL honored Gilbert Gottfried on their show. What insurance company did Gilbert Gottfried appear on? Is it A, Progressive, B, Aflac, or C, State Farm? Aflac. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in, Pete. Amber, Pete from Petaluma got three out of five. Three and a half. All right, Pete. Three and a half. We got it. (laughs) Amber, here's question number one. Britney Spears will wait until after she gives birth to get married. Britney was married before. Amber, can you name the person she was married to? Good old K-Fed, Kevin Federline. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) Pete also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. Keith Urban says that he considers America to be his second home. What country would Keith Urban consider his first home? Australia? Down Under is correct. (laughs) 
Pete also got that correct. Two to two's the score. Question number three. Josh Brolin says that he was almost cast as Batman instead of Ben Affleck. Hmm. Which one of these actors have not played Batman? Is it A, Robert Pattinson, B, Christian Bale, or C, Chris Evans? Uh, Chris Evans. That is correct. Pete got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to two. Here's question number four. Kane Brown said that his album is done. Which country summer headliner collaborates with Kane Brown on the song Famous Friends? Chris Young. That is correct. Pete got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to two. And here's question number five. SNL honored Gilbert Gottfried on their show. What insurance company did Gilbert Gottfried appear on? Is it A, Progressive, B, Aflac, or C, State Farm? Aflac. That is correct. He also <laughs> got that correct. The but f- did he do the impression of the Aflac duck? Yeah. He did? <laughs> he did. He went Aflac. <laughs> <laughs> so the final score, Amber wins 5-3. to three. Pete, you did lose the Amber showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not wicked smarter than Amber. But you're going to Country Summer on June 17th, thanks to which morning show? With Amber Tanner in the morning, Foggy 92.9, the best. What is the most unusual place you've been taken on a first date? A TikTok user named Amber Smith recently went viral because she shared the story about how she went on a first date at a Target. (laughs) Yeah. She matched with a guy on a dating app, but she said it was actually kind of fun because they went down each aisle and they started wandering around and learning and exploring together. I I don't know. She said it was actually really a good time. I would have a great time doing that. You can go to the Pizza Hut over there, Starbucks afterwards. Honestly, not that bad of an idea. Um, Where's the most unusual place you've been taken on a first date, Tanner? Maybe it wasn't Target, but maybe it was still unusual. It was a girl's parents' house. (laughs) It was our first date. And I didn't know it was a date. I was just dropping her off from college and she's like, hey, you want to have our first date? And I was like, sure. Come inside. Hang out with my parents for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Miserable. Sorry, (laughs) that happened. We've got Joy from Windsor on the phone. Joy, uh, what's your weird first date story? I have the worst date ever for you guys. Ready. I had a guy take me when I was a dumb teenager to a um, graveyard at night. What? And I went. And I went. Was it a graveyard here in Sonoma County? Yeah, I was in Santa Rosa. Oh my god! Did anything spooky happen? Yeah. Did you get some weird vibes off of him? Like, how did the date go? Uh, the date sucked. He was creepy, and the worst part was my dad was a cop, so I should have known better. Oh. But nothing. Like he didn't. He didn't kill me, so that was great. But that was really dumb and really dumb. I imagine really he brought you there, and he goes, "I have beverages. I brought red Gatorade to remind you of death." <laughs> <laughs> no. What if he was I think like? He brought hot chocolate. Oh. Okay, so he did put in beverages. Well, yeah, kind of. I kept thinking, oh, that's so sweet. Did he, like, show you your burial plots? Was he like, I've already picked these out for us? I mean, Uh, pretty much. uh, It was not good, and I'm trying to teach my kids a teaching learning moment from this. Yeah, where in the world would would he have taken you on a second date? I didn't want to find out. (laughs) (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.